afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me as co-host today is the lovely Christy Stratton. Hello, Christy. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. I am good. It's uh, it's nice weather here in L.A. It is. In 2014. It is. Uh, you know what's something so interesting? That, uh, you know how sometimes certain songs will mm-hmm. follow you around at certain times? Yep. And there's no reason that Gotta Serve Somebody is got, has been a part of my life for these last few days. That's Bob Dylan, right? Yes. Okay. And I'm like, what? Is the universe trying to, to tell me something in the new year? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so that's what's happening. Gotcha. Mm. And Chrissy brought, uh, she's got a hot beverage and she's got some tissues. Mm. So, yeah. so you might hear, you might hear some sniffling, some sniffling, but some, because these songs are very emotional to me. So okay. fantastic. Before we start, I just have a couple, a little business. First of all, I still have two, um, vinyl copies to give away of Marshall Crenshaw's new EP called driving and dreaming. If you don't have vinyl, it's okay. Or if you don't have a turntable, it's okay because it also comes with a digital download card. So, uh, I've got two of these to give away. You can email me at. Uh, let's go with Pat at popculturebeast.com. All I want you to tell me is the song, the Prince song that Marshall Crenshaw has covered on one of his albums. That's all you have to tell me. First two people that tell me this, I'm going to send these to you. They're really nice. The artwork's cool. Hmm. Uh, it's got uh, three songs, uh, a new song, Driving and Dreaming. And then he does a remake of a Bobby Fuller song called Never to Be Forgotten. And then he recovers uh, someday, some way, but he does it in a different way. So uh, these are great. So uh, they're free. So let's do that. Uh, so you want them to tell you their address as well? The yeah, 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 and, yeah. When you yeah, when you give me the answer, also give me uh, your mailing address, and I'll say you won, and then I'll send it right out. A um, couple other things I want to thank Anthony Eckhoff for sending me the entire replacements catalog. I am uh, halfway through and loving it so far. I also want to thank all the Facebook artists, Aaron Gould, Glenn K. Ammo, Jamie Whitlock, and uh, our newest uh, member of the artist team is Jason Levy, and you're going to start to see his uh, work soon. I think he did he did the episode, he did the artwork for the episode that we're recording right now. Oh. So um, that's, all the, that's all the business right now. Uh, Christy, do you want to say what our topic is today? Uh, yes, it is power ballads. Power ballads. Power ballads. I have wanted to do power ballads for a long time, and you're the only one that I could think of that would do it well, with me. Well, uh, yes. Now, and here's, because I really wanted to put some thought into this. Yeah. I didn't want to just come with a bunch of damn Yankee songs. Like, I didn't want oh, that. Kyle, could you get rid of some <laughs> So, I actually had um, criteria. For choosing them, because you're going to be like, what? This right. isn't a poem. Yeah, because she sent me an e- Christy sent me an email. She goes, my criteria for what a power ballad is is going to be a little bit different from yours. That is not a Christy impression. Well, I wanted there to be some, <laughs> you know, variation. Yeah. So first, it has to be a slower tempo for that band. Okay. That's a, that's a given. Okay. Then it has to have some kind of a powerful instruments used mm-hmm. in a crescendo-like manner, right? which is why I couldn't use Drive by the Cars like no. that. Or, you know, there was a couple of those that were like, well, this Drive is... Drive is just a ballad. Right. Not a power ballad. Correct. Okay. 
Um, and also it has to be about like a big idea, usually love, but sometimes something else. Yeah. All right, you know, cool. So uh, that's, that was my criteria. And my criteria is just uh, big, bombastic uh, choruses and drums and uh, mostly from the 80s, to be honest. Okay. That's, well, we're going to have some um, non-overlapping going on. Well, that's good, though, because that way we're not, uh, that way uh, your picks will be, uh, we'll mix it up a bit. It won't be what everyone usually thinks yeah. is a power battle. Okay. Well, good job. Well, thank you. These were just songs that me- were meaningful to me, and I wanted to, I can't just come in here and, and right. pretend. Let's do rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Okay. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. Oh, I did all on three. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Let's do it again. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, me? Is that me? Yep, she cuts Woo-hoo! my paper. Okay. Um, I'm going to start things off right. I like to just say that, even though, like, you know, whatever. Um, uh, this is from Exile on Main Street. And it's called Loving Cup. All right. I'm the on the mountain. Come on, that's that's pretty great. That was great. Now we had a little uh, roadie activity going on during that song. Oh, we did. Kyle jumped up. He's adjusting some microphones. He actually uh, tied a scarf on. Yeah, Christy's microphone. Yeah, I'm all set. Uh, that is a uh, is that one of you? Now see, I'm on record as saying uh, "Exile on Mason Street" is not one of my favorite Rolling Stone albums. Really? And that okay, is always okay. and that is on everyone's list is always like that's the number one Rolling Stone album. There's two. I mean, it's hard when you have that many songs, yeah. but I, I, yeah. But that said, I, I do love Loving Cup. Oh, I, I love it because it's what it, it has a romantic thing, but it's mm-hmm. also kind of sexy because come on, it's them. Yeah. Um, you know, and you got the girly lines like I, I bring you roses when you ain't got none. Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> Who can't be seduced by that kind of talk? <laughs> uh, that's a good way to start. And it's definitely different from uh, my first one. Mm. I'm going to go this. Uh, the gentleman singing this song was a guest in our program. Mr. John Waite. This is from his super group, Bad English. You're going to think it's When I See You Smile, but no, it's not. I was always partial to the song called Price of Love. Mm. Let's hear it. got a chill that song gave me it's a great chill. it's great when you have a, a beautiful melody with yeah. a voice like that mm-hmm. and the power backing it's i, I get it 
There you go. I hope everyone at home is slow dancing. Mm. Go, go grab your best girl or best guy or guys grab your best guy and girls grab your best girl. Or your worst girl. Why would you grab your worst girl? I don't know. For a hate dance. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're For a hate dance. Were you saying grab her by the scruff of her neck? <laughs> That's a price of love. <laughs> well, that seems like we should play only women bleed if we're going to have a hate dance. Mm. <laughs> oh, you it boys. Just tur- it turned already. <clears throat> it turned into a dark place. Well, I want to rescue us from that okay, place. Okay, great. What is perhaps the most romantic song ever written? Uh-oh. Um, uh, I can remember exactly where I was when I heard it for the first time, and I was, it was, I was seeing Dire Straits Live. And it was the Brothers in Arms tour. I was 15 years old. I, I'd just gotten into them at that particular mm-hmm. time. And I know we've talked about making yeah. movies. And um, this is a song called Romeo and Juliet. Juliet says, hey, it's Romeo. He nearly gave me a heart attack. He's underneath the window. She's singing, hey, like my boyfriend's back. You shouldn't come around here singing up at people like that. What you gonna do about it? Juliet, the dice was loaded from the start. And I bet many you exploded into my heart. And I forget, I forget the movie song. Now I would have uh, I would have never thought of that as a power ballad, but it it definitely it, kind of fits. I think so. Yeah, with the the drums and 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 it's pretty cool. And, and the passion behind yeah. it. And I remember I was 15 years old. I was in awe. I got left there by my date. Oh. He ended up uh, becoming a drug dealer. So you know it happens, Pat. He was uh, he wasn't a drug dealer originally. I don't think at the time. Wow. I want to give him credit for not being a drug dealer. <laughs> During the time that we went out, was this? Uh, were you were you dating him, or was this like one or a yeah. couple of dates? Yeah, no, we were kind of dating. We knew each other for many years. Uh, he was troubled for sure. Mm-hmm. But the bad, you, you know, like the bad boys? Yeah, I did at the time, the, at least. Yeah, Boy, the Gary Myrick. Oh, the Gary Myricks of the world. The yes, Ga- the Gary Mans. Mm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my Maverick husband. How many Garys did you date? You know. I don't know. I there, I do. I am attracted to guys named Gary. Did you date Gary Collins? No, no. but could you imagine how different my life would be? <laughs> uh, 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 I'd be Miss America. Uh, I don't. Kyle's know. was doing a lot of roadie work today. What's going on over there? I will say this for Mark Knopfler, if I can yeah, interject yeah. another thing about please. Health. Okay. Like, I think there are people who don't quite get the credit they're due. And for a while, I thought, oh, Tom Petty is not recognized as the songwriter that he is because he's... A... Now I think Tom Petty has got his credit. And yeah. I think that's super. But I think that Mark Knopfler is such a master songwriter. Even his solo career is fantastic. And I just... I, I, I don't think he's quite gotten the props. And he can sing that... uh, he can sing more words in one line than a lot of... I mean, his... The lines and the songs just go on and on and on. I'm like, oh, that's one line. He just says so many words. And his phrasing, uh, much different from my next uh, Okay, okay. This is a song from 1989 by a band that uh, uh, used to wear makeup in their career. And now they, Mm. then they didn't. And now they do again. Uh, This is a song written by Paul Stanley, co-written by Michael Bolton. What? You get Bolton and Stanley in the room nice. together, and you get a nice lispy ballad uh, called Forever. I gotta tell you what I'm feeling inside. I could lie to myself for you There's no denying when I look. 
of when you were singing that song for the first time? Well, let me tell you something. First, I thought Mike Bull was kind of like, like a sissy. And I didn't know if we wanted to do music that he would write. But then he came in with that hot lick and I went, that's stupendous. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that video too. They're just in a room and they're sitting in stools and just jeans playing. His, and they're like, I'm like, oh, look at they look like they're normal. Yeah. Do you remember that song? It sounds vaguely familiar, but I really, I can't quite like place what I was doing at the time. So I, I 1989. Okay. Probably going through your Rolodex of Gary's. Well, I'd moved to Florida around then, so cool. yeah, we were dancing in Florida. Oh my god! Can you? Is it because I got one ear that's a little? Yeah, are why, you good, Kyle? Because I'm good if you're good. I can do it with one ear. I can be humble. You got one ear? Is it a staticky ear? A little staticky ear, but I'm fine. No, I'm okay right now. Okay, I'm fine now too. Uh, that's fine because okay. I'm getting static, but I'm in the bad audio. In port. the bad audio we're box. Gonna have to get another one of those. Maybe between podcasts. <laughs> Run down to Radio Shack. You're um, up, Christy. Okay, great. Um, did anyone watch the Kennedy Center Honors this past New Year's? That time? was uh, was Billy Joel in it. Yes, I did not watch it. Well, because I cannot look at Billy Joel anymore. Oh, of well all, then. Of all the, <laughs> I'm going to sit here and talk about him for the next. No, 10 no, minutes. I love Billy Joel, but okay. of all the rock stars that I've always loved, and everyone gets older and everyone changes. Who is that? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I'm like, oh, Orson Welles is touring. It's crazy. Like, his face doesn't even look like... Like, you can lose your hair, okay. Yeah, sure. But it's, he just doesn't look like himself anymore. That's not Glass House's Billy Joel. It's like when Jerry Lewis was on all those, like, steroids. Yeah, and his... Yeah, like, and his, uh, his he's, yeah, so go ahead. What okay, happened? Okay, well... I love Billy Joel, though. Uh, okay, well, last year... Uh, let me... Uh, last year, the Kennedy Center honors... They honor Led Zeppelin. Yes, and, and Hart... They, oh, yes, and Hart was great, yes. okay? But they pretty much screwed the pooch on the rest of the presentation. Yeah. It was like, Lenny Kravitz, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, Kid Rock. And I'm oh, like, Kid are Rock. you kidding me? Kid Rock. Well, someone must have been fired because <laughs> the Billy Joel tribute was something. So the first person to come out, Don freaking Henley, singing She's Got Away. It was That's beautiful. Excellent. It was. It was yeah. like, wow. And again, like Kennedy Center Honor, you want big stars, but yeah. you also want beautiful voices. Who comes out? Garth Brooks. There you go. No, I hear. Listen, I'm not a big. I'm not saying like I'm the biggest country music yeah. or whatever. But the guy is one of the biggest stars yeah. ever. Did he sing Shameless? Um, no, he sang Allentown. Oh, nice. Which was fantastic. And <laughs> then ah. he played this song. Okay, I'm excited. We had no cameras to shoot the landscape. We passed the hash
mean, that song is awesome. And there's nothing like grabbing your best girl and slow dancing <laughs> to some Vietnam music. It is just, I just remember being a teenager and yeah. like that song was just so powerful. So he sings it and he brings some vets out because that's what Billy does in concert now. Right, and it's right. really cool. Um, it's a cheap trick. Well, but it's still very, it's a great song. It's a I great know, song and it deserves that. So then Garth Brooks goes away in Rufus Wainwright. Wow. Who I think, I, I mean, I, his voice there's just that kid is so he comes out and does New York State of Mind and he's got this blousey beautiful way of moving and this voice that is and it just and then he does Piano Man and he brings a bunch of people out that have like Mets t-shirts and they're singing and it was it was something it was something did it bring that grumpy bastard Billy Joel to tears (laughs) or did he just sit up there like it's so funny like he was a little like "Hmm." whatever I'm still better I think he said Garth Brooks he was like oh because we were I mean like kids today yeah I, Taylor Swift she sells a lot of records but right. like Garth Brooks he sold like 14 billion more than that he, right he I had, mean that's a figure that I made up he has some uh, album out right now some box set through Walmart and he sold like 2 million units I mean people are like yeah yeah I'm gonna still go buy that guy's stuff uh, very simple, beautiful. Yeah. Like I, I give him props. Garth Brooks came to the Staples Center. It was a couple of years ago when they had the big fires. Um, we we always have fires out here, but when uh, when was it? It was maybe seven or eight years ago. And he came to Staples Center. He played five shows and donated all the proceeds to. But and I'm like, wait a minute. He's playing five shows in two days. Like he did a show at like wow. two in the afternoon, then like at five, and then I'm like, he might have invented a whole new way of touring. Come into town and play five <laughs> shows in two days, and um, and the tickets were all forty five bucks, and mm-hmm. it was, and I went with uh, Pardo, Jimmy Pardo, and it was an amazing show. I mean, it was unbelievable. Oh, and we saw the second show that day. I'm like, okay, if this is the second show, the first show, it must have been amazing, and, and he's not even going to be tired for the next show. It's crazy. Yeah, Garth, love it, love it. Uh, have we heard any ladies sing yet? No, I've got a few on deck. Okay, I got a lady here, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife uh, Pilar Alessandra told me, "Oh, well, if you're going to do power ballads, you have to include uh, Miss Bonnie Tyler." Uh huh. Let's hear this. Every now and then I get a little bit helpless, and I'm lying like a child in your arms. Come on, Bonnie. Oh, my God. My clip's too long. I didn't realize it was this long. I think we just listened to the whole song. I know. There's nothing I can do 
Cut it, cut it down. Shut it down. Oh my God. Sorry about that. that no, was too I, long. I, I, I remember the urgency. The urgency yeah. is what's so profound in that song. I like it. Not that good looking, though. Yeah. Stop. She's not that good looking. Oh. She just missed. She needs like she needs like something like like she needs like I bet job. if she was in the aughts and not in the eighties, mm-hmm. she'd have a different stylist. Probably, you know, kind of big teased up hair. So I don't know what it was. That was about the her. thing, though. She's, she's got a laser going through her head on the album. Yeah, on the album cover, she's got a laser. What's it called? Faster than the speed of night. Yeah, <laughs> and that video, like in the at the, the boarding school, insane. like what yeah. I, what Creepy. is that really saying? I don't know. And the kids. Years. A couple years ago on College Humor, they had this. They had a literal video where they just like they sang the song, but the, <laughs> the lyrics are describing what's going on in the video. In the video? <gasps> it's fantastic. I'll post it when. Oh my uh, yes, please do. Airs. And um, that was written by Jim Steinman. Mm, of course. And uh, it was. Of you course think when this was. came out, Meatloaf was like, "You mother effer!" <laughs> yeah, I could have sang the hell out of that song. Yeah. Let's. Uh, oh, now, Christy, I'm getting yes. so- someone. Uh, dirty iPods here. Oh. And uh, Dirty iPod wants to weigh in. He's raising his hand, which is weird because iPods don't have hands. Okay. So I don't know. He has a comment or something. Let's hear what Dirty iPod has to say. Hey, Pat, are you playing all this pussy music so Christy will like you? <laughs> all right. Well, that's mean, Dirty iPod. I think I think Christy likes oh, me fine. Hmm. We don't, I don't have to play what you deem as pussy music. <laughs> Dirty iPod. I, I, I just didn't know what that was and where that was happening. I'm like, I hope this is going to pay off in it's, some way. Uh, it did. It's, well uh, played. Dirty iPod comes by once in a while, and he hasn't been here for a while, and okay. people have been asking. Okay. He was away for a Christmas break. Okay. okay. And uh, his uh, his family lives in the Netherlands, so he was, uh, he was up there. I don't mm. know why I said that. Mm. But... Um, uh, hopefully he won't have any more comments today, but I think he does. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Um, well, I have another lady. Okay. And um, this song is uh, originally by Kate Bush, and I actually prefer this version by Pat Benatar. It's Wuthering Heights, oh, Crimes of Passion. Excellent. Out on the Jealousy too hot, too greedy How could you leave me when I needed to possess you? I hated you, I loved you too That voice is so uh, crazy strong. It's insane. It's uh, insane how great that song is. First, I of mean, all. as 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 well as Bonnie Tyler sings "Total Eclipse from the Heart." Could you imagine Pat Benatar singing it? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, right? Yeah, and she still sounds amazing. I saw her just last year. The only thing I didn't like was um, people were taking cell phone videos and taking pictures of her, and she was giving him the the mom finger. No, 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 no. Put it, put it away. I'm like. No, that's just making people more people pull out their camera. Yeah. She won't she won't sign anything. She won't she sign won't. anything. She shakes her finger at you. Mm. Uh, Miss Benatar. 
But that's pretty tough to sing like a Kate Bush song. Yes. Who, you know, and, but I prefer this version. It's mm-hmm. a little lower register. It's a little less, kind of less, less yeah. of that wickety thing, which Kate Bush is awesome. Right. She wrote that song when she was 18 years old. Wow. I know. She, what was she going through? I, the, the book, obviously. <laughs> the book. But um, man, man, that song and man. Oh, that's that a record. great, that's a great pick. I would, I would have never even have thought to play that. You're thinking out of the box. I'm thinking out Christy of the box. Stratton. Um, I am not thinking out of the box. I refuse to. <laughs> Let's go with, uh, you know, people, Journey, people love the song Faithfully, but I like this song better by Journey. I always have liked this one better as a, as a ballad. And this is from uh, the, the Phenomenal Escape album. Mm. Uh, let's drop in a little of this. Oh, yeah. Now that you've come back to I, uh, I saw an interview with Steve Perry where he was talking about recording this and he just, he kept, it wasn't right for him. He wasn't getting it right. He wasn't getting it right. And I guess the other members of the band were just like making fun of him. Like, it's fine. And he's like, no, it's not. I want it to be. And then uh, he finally nailed it and they were all like, oh, <laughs> okay, now we get it. I mean, that song, right? I mean, I to me, the mark of a really good power ballad is if I can remember uh, not being asked to dance to it. And that one in particular is a, I can remember standing on the, being the wallflower. Everyone else is having a grand old time. I don't believe any of it's, this. It's so true. And man, that song. This is what, this is what all pretty girls say oh. later in life. They say, that's like Heidi Klum would say, but the, no one would come to me to for the dance. So I, they would come up and they would, they would say, you are out. And I would leave place with no dance. I appreciate you comparing me to Heidi Klum. No. However, um, I remember at, at high school dances and um, I would always want to ask, you know, I'd have a certain girl I wouldn't want to ask and, you know, wouldn't ask her and then, oh, okay, I'll do it the next time. I wouldn't ask her and do it the next time. And uh, a friend of mine, Mark Figarelli, who was extremely good looking in high school, not so much now, um, but he had like Oh, a, I hope he doesn't listen to the show. He doesn't. Trust me, he All doesn't. Right. Um Finally, sometime during the night, you know, he would come up to me and goes, and he would say, if you don't ask her next time, I'm going to. Mm. And I would go, okay. (laughs) So then I would. I like that. So he was, he had to, he was trying to, yeah, Yeah. do something nice. And he did. It seems now like every way, like every wedding I go to, Open Arms is the song that they play, like when they want people to like start wrapping things up <laughs> like like, really? like hey, we're getting to the time okay. where we're gonna have to pay more for so we got to get out of here <laughs> wow wow i'm excited for your uh for christy's next okay. pick um this uh, do, do you are you familiar with doyle bramhall at all does that name mean anything to you you know what i have heard that name but I'm, okay. i don't know well, where from 
uh, well, there's Big Doyle Bramhall, who was, um, he co-wrote some songs for Stevie Ray Vaughan. Okay. And then his son is Little Doyle, who's around my age. He's 40-something, but everyone from Fort Worth, Dallas, still calls him Little Doyle. Okay. Um, and he was part of the Archangels with Charlie Sexton um, for a period okay. with... Um, uh, Stevie Ray's guys after Stevie Ray died. Double trouble. Um, yes, okay. yes. Uh, anywho, so in in 1996, Doyle sets out on his own to make a solo album. Now he's now like toured with Roger Waters, and he's he's a he's a, he's like Squire Renee Zellweger. Like he's out there, but I can understand when people don't know who he is. Okay. But Wendy and Lisa produced this record for him, and um, it's just called Doyle Brimhall Two. And um, this song is called um, Close to Me. Just one more thing So you can see You can live so happily Um, this guy went to my high school. Uh, he didn't graduate with us, but his stepbrother did. Um, his name is Chris Hunter. And uh, he went on to play drums for Marsha Ball, who's a big blues uh, gal out- outfit out there in, uh, in Texas. But what I love about Doyle mm-hmm. is not only does he have this beautiful voice, like he can go up into that falsetto right. and then he can have that gravelly and he shreds. And he's also fantastic at handsomeness. <laughs> he's really great in that department. And um, anywho, I, uh, his father, Big Doyle, recently passed. And Big Doyle and Barbara Logan, who is my friend Chris's mom, co-wrote Life by the Drop, which is a really beautiful Stevie Ray Vaughan song that was on The Sky's Crying, his last record. And um, anyway, I, anytime I can shed a light on that whole very Texas, talented yeah, family, the- you know. Anyway, look at you loving your home state. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty great. Uh, I feel like we had just had a history lesson of music oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the I Texas. I could go scene. on and on about the Bram Halls and Stevie Ray, and you know, I met him at the pizza place. It's on my. I think we talked about that. On my yeah, yeah. Episode. yeah. The um, now my next uh, my next song is from uh, a soundtrack that was wildly popular when I was growing up. It was from the Top Gun soundtrack. Oh yes. And um, a little backstory. I was uh, this week. I was uh, uh, talking with Hall and Oates's management. Nice. Trying to find out if I could get Hall or Oates or Hall and Oates on the show. And unfortunately, they don't live in. Southern, they live on the East Coast. Hmm. Philadelphia still. Um, I, I think like maybe Connecticut, New oh, York right. area. But their manager. Their manager only has two clients. He has Hall and Oates, and then he has this other band. And he said, "You know what?" This sounds like something that Mike Reno from Loverboy would love to do. What? And I said, "What does he live? He goes, no, he divides his time between uh, Palm Springs and uh, Toronto. He's, he's here a lot. So uh, it was almost very close that we, I was going to be recording with Mike Reno like this week. But uh, it didn't happen. But I think it is going to definitely happen. So this is a song from Loverboy from the Top Gun soundtrack. Uh, let's hear a little of Heaven in Your Eyes. I can tell by the look in your eyes You've been hurting You know I'll never let you down 
try anything to keep it working You gave me time to find out what my heart was looking for And what I'm feeling inside in your eyes I want to see your love again in your eyes I never want this feeling to end It took some time to find the light But now I realize I can see the heaven in your eyes do you remember that song? I Yes, I can totally remember going out and getting a soda during that song at the dance. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say at the movie. At the movie, yeah. <laughs> yep, forget it, out of here. What were the big soundtracks when I was, uh, it was Top Gun and Footloose. I mean, those were like... Flash dance. Flash dance. Dirty dancing. Anything Kenny Loggins was a part of, mm. you had. Yeah. Um. I can't wait to hear your next out-of-the-box pick. Um, okay, because you're going to like this one. Oh, I am? You actually like this song. I, I have liked, I've liked all the songs so far. Um, this is Lovers of Today by The Pretenders. Oh, my God. The Pretenders. I tried to talk to my baby. I said no, no, no. That is my, she's my number one female vocalist. Mm-hmm. She's my number two overall vocalist. Really? Yeah. After Paul Stanley. No, Robin Zander oh. from Cheap Trick oh, is my yeah. favorite vocalist. And yeah. Then, uh, and then, but I love, no one sings like Chrissy Hind. I don't know what, I don't know what it is about her voice. She has a quality that I can't, that no one else has. Like no one ever says, oh, that's, that, that girl sounds like Chrissy Hind. No one no. sounds like Chrissy Hind. And she can do songs like that, but also these super tough, yeah. in your face. Yeah. And Tattooed that, Love Boys yeah, or The Adulteress. Oh my gosh. Or, but that song in particular uh, was always so like, well, wait, it's, she's talking about a baby, but the song yeah. is Lovers of Today. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just enjoy the song. And then at the end, she throws in this, I'll never feel like a man in a man's world. And I'm like, oh, I can more connect to that. Right. And, but I still... I. I think the song is beautiful, and yeah. I loved it ever since the first time I heard it. Yeah, I almost uh, had uh, "I'll Stand by You" on my list. Oh, that's just, uh, it's so good. Even though Friends, that mm-hmm. whole like they played it during yeah. Friends. Yeah, that song will still get. I'll drive down the. It still gets me. When it was either last year or maybe the year before, um, my oldest daughter's uh, class sang that, and Pilar <gasps> was just like, she's like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. No, no. Like, Pilar, Pilar is not a big crier, but when we go and, and a group of kids sing anything, she's done. 
She's just, she's done. I mean, hearing about it. But listen to this, because I, I was thinking, oh, I have a bunch from that kind of that period, 1980, mm-hmm. 1979. So that, that was released, The Pretender's first album, December 1979. So mm-hmm. 79, 80. Back in Black, 1980. Making Movies, 1980. Devo's Freedom of Choice, that was big for me, 1980. Uh, Cars Panorama, 1980. Candio yep. was 79. Zenyatta Madonna, 1980. Kings yep. of the World Frontier. Pat Benatar, Crimes of Passion, 1980. Oh my gosh! I right? know. And my next song's from 1980. No. Yes, it is. <gasps> uh, I'm not even going to say. Just drop it right in, Kyle. That album, High Infidelity, is just, it's one of my favorites. I mean, I can still put it on and go and take me right back to that time, but it still sounds so, I mean, every song is killer. So great. That song is so great. I I remember, I was a kid, and I can't really understand the adult things going on, but again, the urgency, the, the, all the errors, you know, I love it all. Love it all. I like the album cover where Kevin Cronin's putting uh, uh, some some vinyl on, and the girl's already in her underwear. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hey, Kevin, I don't even think you need the mood music. <laughs> this lady's ready to go. Yeah. Um, I love too when he says, uh, "You lay still in the grass," and then there's that little shaker that's like mm-hmm. a like a rattlesnake. Yeah. I love that. That's a rattlesnake. Oh, wait, hold on a second. A dirty iPod has something to say. I don't know what. This guy's problem is this. This guy's yeah. got a problem Oof. today. I'm, I'm nervous. I know. I'm not sure what he's going to say. Oh, let's see. Mike Bolton wears perfume and lipstick, and Pat Francis keeps his balls in his wife's purse. Okay, well, with, uh, well Dirty iPod, we didn't even play any Michael Bolton, so that doesn't even make sense to me. I don't know what to... Play some Motorhead, you big fucking baby. <laughs> Play some goddamn Motorhead. All right, well, this guy is uh, very mean today. Oh, wow. I know. What's I up like with that? I like that he has his own soundtrack music. I know. He's playing got, in the back. He's got very mellow music, and then he says some very yes. nasty things. Mm. I like that guy. All What's right, going well. on? You're going to like this one, too. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to say you're going to like it. All right. Um, it's Shooting Star from Bad Co. Suddenly everyone loves to hear him sing a song. Watching the world go by, surprising it goes so fast. Johnny looked around him and said, Well, I made the big time at last. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know that you are a shooting star? Don't you know? Still 
right? Yeah. I mean, that melody that I can remember being a child in the 80s and hearing that song for the first time on the radio. And yeah. we didn't have the internet. We don't have any way to look up. So I remember I had a one of those notebooks that was kind of made of paper and I wrote down the lyrics just hoping that yeah. someday I would hear this great song again. I even kind of put the little like the melody kind of went like this and I just I remember it just affecting me and this was maybe 10 years after it was released but I just freaking love that song an ode to rock stardom yeah. and the thing that jumped out of me about that story you just told is that you had a notebook made of paper yeah yeah well I mean you know what I mean like it wasn't the, the hard plastic I'm being it was a jerk. The, all right <laughs> I, I can't really listen to that song all the way through anymore oh, really? because my son's name is Johnny oh yeah and you know well, you're, spoiler you're gonna, alert Johnny dies at the end of the song well you're not gonna be able to hear there's a lot of songs that have Johnny in it well but but Johnny perishing in them though this every song one, with Johnny oh, in yeah, it the person it. dies oh no, no Bon Jovi so you're safe I guess yeah. <laughs> Billy, uh, Billy Joel needs to uh, hang out with Paul Rogers, and maybe Rogers could get him on a little fitness uh, <laughs> regimen. Oh, you know, Paul Rogers, that voice, maybe yeah. one, to me, like you were talking about the great male yeah. vocalist, I think he's up there. But he's now sto- sort of morphed into Brian Boitano face a little bit, right? Yeah, he's, I think he's had a little... A little work. A little work scosh, on the face. Just a little bit. But his, but his body is still... Like when I've seen them recently and he comes out in like a, uh, I don't know what you, I'm going to call it a wife beater mm. and tucked into the jeans and oh, everything. Yeah. And it's Ripped. like, it's, yeah, it's, he's in great shape. Yeah. If he walked in here now, we would be like, be like, oh, there's a handsome man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and we would be amazed if he if we, just walked in here. For right. no re- what if he walked in here delivering a pizza? <laughs> or just looking to use the bathroom. <laughs> Um, Hey, I talked about my favorite uh, I named my favorite vocalist earlier So let's hear a little of my favorite vocalist This is their This is from In essence, what was the comeback of Cheap Trick in 1988 This is when the record label said Look, you gotta use these outside songwriters You have to use this producer Uh, They did not like this song at all They did not want to record this song Because um, Rick Nielsen said The guitar part, it's, it's Nature's Way Do you know the song Nature's Way? Oh yeah, yeah. He said the intro. It's Nature's Way, <gasps> and I get. Uh-huh. And the story is, That's and he so said funny. they gave. Him, he threw the cassette across the room and said, "We're not doing this song." And Epic Records said, "Oh no, you're doing it." Okay. And Epic Records was right because this was their first and only number one single, "Cheap Trick." of luxury i know i Lap had it on luxury. cassette it's such a bombastic production on that album and uh but have you ever heard the original version 
No, is it done by Dirty iPod? No, no, no. It's not done by Dirty iPod. <laughs> oh, it's no. uh, but this is the original version. This was done by uh, actually done by an actor who's been around since the the fifties, maybe the sixties. How long has this guy been around, Kyle? Mm. Maybe earlier than that, but let's let's play a little. Here's the original. Pretty great. Wherever you go, I'll be with you. This is Yosemite Sam. Yeah, the new Looney Tunes show is amazingly hysterical. And there's an episode where uh, Bugs and Daffy are trying to get Yosemite to move out of the apartment. And so they have a big party. And uh, they have karaoke there, and Yosemite Sam comes out, and he starts yelling. He's like, wait, is that karaoke? Wait, that's for real? That's for real. No. What, you think I recorded that? Yes. No, that's Yosemite Sam singing. Oh, my uh, gosh, that's so funny. I thought it was like Sweetums from the Muppets or something. No, and that, it no. was. Oh, my gosh, that's great. No, that's Yosemite Sam singing hey, The Flame. Ghost Town, written by Diane Warren. Did you know that? Yeah, uh, I, I did know that. Co-written. Co-written. Rick okay. Nielsen uh, and Diane Warren. But we're going to, you and I are going to sit down with her, I have a feeling. I'm so excited. We're still trying to sit down with Elliot Easton, and oh, he hasn't... Don't even tease me. He hasn't don't got back to me yet. Stop. La, la, la. We're, we're um, working on it. Okay. This next one, I'm not even going to tell you who it is, because there's sometimes that I like to redeem people and, and kind of show a different side of someone mm-hmm. that we all think is maybe a one okay. trick, and so could you play this? Could this you song? do me a favor before he plays it? Yeah, yeah, Could yeah. you tell me who this is? No! Oh, okay. I thought I might be able to catch you. <laughs> She just got shreds it like the end is just it's crazy. I don't know who this is. I know it's gonna really do. I know when you tell me, yes, I know you're gonna know. Is it Britney Spears? No, no. I've proven my point, right? Like that song kind of rocks. Who is it? Am I going to be surprised when I hear who this is? Katrina and the Waves, y'all. That's Katrina? Hi. What song is that? It's called Cry to Me. And it was on, uh, I think, the second record. But they, I know they had the one song and it got big, but they actually, you know, she could... Yeah, that doesn't she's sound at all like uh, she's walking on sunshine. Uh, I know. She's it sounds crying. like she's walking on glass. I know. Fire. And the song... Razor blades. The Bengal song, Going Down to Liverpool? Yeah. A Katrina in the Wave song. song. I'm I just saying, I, I, I... Okay. 
you're you're waving the flag for Katrina and the Waves. I am. Right. I. <laughs> well, I'm still waving the flag for Yosemite Sam because oh I think he's gosh. amazing. I cannot voice. believe we played that much of that. I really. Wherever <laughs> you go, I guess I guess I could have just uh, sang it myself. We uh, or just played less of it. Yeah, you're probably right. We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, no, no! Not the song. What Christy just said. Uh, uh, hey, uh, we don't edit. Um, <laughs> this is uh, we don't. It's just uh, it's too much work. Uh, this is uh, this is a guy from Jersey, mm. and uh, he's not that guy from Jersey. Okay, he's the other guy from Jersey. He's the guy that lets you know that he's all that. This is John Bon Jovi. Yes, and this is uh, this is uh, I love this video. This video has uh, Carlo Gugina in it. Oh, uh huh. Oh my God, Carlo. Gina, can we just talk a second? Or maybe I should talk about this with the guys. Okay, maybe. Just uh, and K- who are Carrie, Ru- Carrie Russell's in it? Oh, and John Bon Jovi, and not jo- John Bon Jovi. There's another. There's a, another actor in it that looks just like John Bon Jovi, and he's like cheating on Carrie Russell with Carla Gugina. And I'm almost like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. Mm. But this is uh, the song's called Always. That's a pretty good vocal performance by John uh, Bon Jovi. Yes, though. yes. I just he lost me at touching the lips. Like if someone just <laughs> touched my lips, I'd be like, "What the?" You would slap their hand away. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm you not... just ruined the mood. Why'd you do that? Oh heavens! <laughs> but yes, vocally, sure. Yeah, and I'll the video is it. great. Mm. It's pretty great. Okay. Um, my uh, a friend of mine uh, had. Uh, Whenever, when Barack Obama, when he ran for president the first time and then when he was running for re-election, they would have a, a Barack Obama bake sale. Big thing at their house. And then yeah. you would come by and all, they would donate all the money. And uh, the first year he had it, uh, Carla Gugina showed up. <gasps> and I was like, is she for sale? Mm. And he said, no, just the cupcakes. I go, are her cupcakes for sale? And he said, no. Okay. Why am I talking? <laughs> this is very creepy. <laughs> Your turn. Oh, okay. Um... This I bought it for $5. Of all the, the, the ones you're going to call bullshit on, you're uh-huh. gonna, this one's going to be the one that you're going to call the bullshit the most on. All right. But we don't I, swear on this show. Okay. Oh, I'm kidding. Um, it's the tempo is slower. Uh-huh. It's got some rocking instruments. Okay. And it's about um, a very passionate, serious topic. Okay. And I think it's a beautiful song. And I'm just going to put it to that. And then I'm going right. to play it and then we'll talk about it. What would it be and would you call it to his face If you were faced with him in all his glory What would you ask if you had just one question Yeah. 
<laughs> now, before you continue, yes, that's Joan Osborne. Yes, from my wife's favorite album <gasps> of all time. It's so good. Relish. Yes. And uh, yeah, no, that's I'm totally I, I, behind I, that. I, I'm I'm not a religious person, right? But that song moves me. Like yeah. I and the, that whole record is great. Right hand man. Oh I mean, it's my gosh! Just, it's crazy it's baby. A, it's a crazy it's, album. It's. It's Fent- a shame that the album cover looks like it was done in MS Paint. It's, it's like, true. It's uh, that's. But I. It, well, it looks like my daughter doing some scrapbooking. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. But um, but yeah, and who plays on this album? The uh, a lot of members of the Hooters play on this album. Well, Eric Pizalian wrote the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, he he with Rob Hyman in the Hooters. He mm-hmm. they did uh, all you zombies, which is also very religiously themed. But this one is just so accessible, and I, I just I think this is such a dynamite. Dynamite song. Do you want to know some personal information about Eric Bazilian? Yes. Um, it's really personal information. Is it his phone number? Oh, it's not. It's um. Oh, a, only if it's uh, flattering. S- someone. Well, someone my uh, my wife knew in college dated Eric Bazilian, uh-huh. and he's uh, he's got uh, he's packing some heat. Okay. That's what okay. I'm going to say. All right. You know what that means, right? Um. He he's very strong and muscular. He's, mm, he's in areas. Okay, he's got a really long gait. Um, long gait, mm, maybe. Okay, All All right. Right. so just uh, know that girls when you see him uh, clothed, okay. that he's uh, he's rocking something. <laughs> uh, well, I'll follow up your lady with uh, a couple of ladies um, from uh, Seattle. Oh, and this is Hart. Yes. From the uh, from the CD called Bad Animals. I don't know if I like that title. I hear the ticking of the clock. I'm lying here, the room's pitch dark. I wonder where you are tonight. No answer on the telephone. And the night goes by so very slow. Here we go. Here we go with those drums. <laughs> I saw Hart, uh, well, I've seen him a million times, but uh, I saw them a couple shows ago, and uh, Anne usually always, you know, can hit that note, oh. and one night, I just, uh, you, I, could, I was close enough, I could see she gave Nancy a look like, I'm not, I'm not going to get to it, I'm not going to get it tonight, I'm just not going to get it, and she didn't get it, but her not getting it is still like a 9 out of 10, Okay, and she just kind of shrugged, all right, we'll get through it, oh. but uh, that's pretty great. Yeah, her instrument is just yeah. profound. I like the line, uh, until now I always got mine on my own. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but now she uh, now she doesn't want to be. I never really cared until I met you. That's right, right. Mm. yeah. Um, okay. How many more you got? Oh, oh, I've got a bunch, but you just stop when let's you... Let's do, let's do, we got about six or seven minutes. Let's try to each do two more. Okay. Okay, I can okay. live with that. All right, let's that. try that. Um, uh, I'm even going to name the artists. Some, uh, I'm going to let you choose uh, 
who you <gasps> want to hear from my artist list. Oh, awesome. You won't know the song, but you'll know the artist. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, I warned you mm-hmm. when I started. Yeah. That I will take any opportunity to play the Bee Gees. Okay. And that I do it in all seriousness. There's no like guilty pleasure. It's not it's not I, ironic. I'm not. Um, in nineteen seventy, they recorded this song. And um, it has power in it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Robin had left the group and he wasn't a part of the band when they the record Cucumber Castle. Don't make fun. And then he came Cucumber back. Castle is Eric Bazilian's favorite okay. album title. He came back, and this is part of um, the record that they did called Two Years On Anyway. It's All awesome. Right. Mr. Sunshine, you brighten up my day. Come sit beside me in your way. this in my iTunes and but I have it from an album called Two Years On. Yeah, I I sorry, did I say I thought I said two years on Cucumber Castle is when they, they did a record without Robin and then they did this one. Oh he came back. He came back. What was that album like without Robin? I don't know. It's the two of them and they're like in night costumes mm-hmm. and they, they actually, uh, there's a song called Don't Forget to Remember that I actually like. It's kind of a country-ish song I, I like from that record. Robin's the one who was bald and then the next time you saw him had a full head of hair. Um... Was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, I think he that w- might have been Morris, though. Well, I know Robin Morris was the one that doesn't look like the others, right. even though he's a twin with right. Morris. No, Morris was bald and then came back with a hat. Yes. You yes. Know they both hated Barry because Barry oh, had that he, gorgeous head of locks. And the, the talent in Barry Gibb. Yeah, is, that's true. Make fun of him all you want, folks. Why would you make fun of him, though? Well, some people... I, don't think, I think people have come full circle. Okay, I, don't think I hope people, so. I don't think people make fun anymore. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you some artists, and I'll, you tell me who you want to hear my next song from. Are you ready? Okay. And there's someone sitting in the room waiting to record, and she's going to laugh when I name all these artists, probably. <laughs> you can hear from uh, Survivor. No. White Snake. Michael Bolton. Billy Squire. Billy Squire. Okay. Yeah, then, I don't even have to hear it. I, I knew you were going to sure. pick it. Okay, so Bop, uh, bring Billy Squire up to the next one. And this is from a song. This is from an album from '89 called "Here and Now." Here oh. is spelled H-E-A-R. Yes, and I'm let's hear a little of this. Another time, another place for you and me. Is that the way it has to be? I can see it in your eyes. I can feel it inside. Let you go. And in the air that I breathe, 
So that song is called Mine Tonight. Have you ever heard that before? You know, I have here and now, but I think I've just not gotten that deep. Not gotten that deep. Yeah, it's a, it's it has some uh, it has about a handful of great songs. That's one of them, and then the yeah. rest is like okay. But okay. that's you wouldn't think of Billy Squire really as a power ballady. No, but he had that in your eyes. I think on the first record. Oh no, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, don't say no. Don't and say- then and then there was because uh, I almost picked something from him. Uh-huh. One of his yeah. Well, I knew when I gave you a choice that you were going to pick. Yeah. That. Um, now, do I get to do one more? I can't remember. You get to do one more, oh. and then you can choose my last artist. Oh, good. Okay. I Then you can choose. Okay. Oh, I'm going to give you the great. choice. I love it. Sheryl Crow. All right. Um, uh, uh, Black Crows. All so right. Crow to Crows. Mm-hmm. Or Melissa Etheridge. Hmm. Wow. You know what? I like... I do not like... <gasps> um, oh, I, even I, Southern Harmony Musical Companion. I like some so of the songs good. in that. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, and I do, and I do, I'm equally a fan of, um, Cheryl and Melissa, but since Melissa has been on the show, let's go with Melissa. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that one is number 15. This is from Brave and Crazy. This is my favorite you Melissa Etheridge album. I've seen it before, this mist that covers your eyes. You've been looking for something that's not in your life. My intentions are true Won't you take me with you And baby you can sleep while I drive Such a beautiful song. That That's one's called great... You Can Sleep While I Drive. I love I uh, love it. I mean, because yeah. haven't we always wanted to like sort of kidnap the person that doesn't love us enough? Mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 weird. Right? Huh? No? No. Okay. Dexter, a little Dexter? No, well... <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to name my... I got uh, one, oh, two, good. three... I got five... Okay, five bands. Right. And you get to pick one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And I'm going to name the ones that you said no to again, but here okay. we go. White Snake. Survivor, White Snake, Michael Bolton, Aerosmith, or Chicago? Well, I'm going to pick Chicago okay. for Jimmy Pardo. All right. And because I'm hoping it's what I'm... Another one of my... I didn't get asked to dance songs, but it, let's it hear it. Be. Let's the, hear it. This, I think this is a Diane Warren composition, oh. too. Okay. And this is uh, let's uh, this is a very long song title, but let's just drop it in. Here we go. Thought it wouldn't matter if we didn't stay together. And if it was over. This is Bill Champlin singing. Okay, okay, thank you. It's from Chicago, nineteen. Do you know that song? I don't. You I, know what? I can't end like that then. I'm going to have to let you okay. play one more. White Snake. No, no, no. I mean, oh, you can play oh, one more off your list. I can play list. one more. Oh, my gosh. Before you do that, let okay. me... Uh, oh, oh, oh. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Pick. I'm getting excited. Dig deep. Uh-huh. I'm going to... I think uh, I think Joan Osborne hired the designer from Chicago 19's album cover. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a mess. <laughs> um, real quick, I want to get uh, some stuff out of the way. Um... Go to the uh, Rock Solid blog. It's at uh, rocksolidpodcast.com. 
Jason Wilcox put this together. He's cataloging all the episodes with, uh, you know, telling you exactly beat for beat what happened per episode, what songs were played. Uh, Jason needs some help uh, updating the site. So if you would like to do that, please email Jason at JW underscore Seattle at Comcast dot net. And uh, Kyle's shaking his head. He's saying that's way too long of an email address. Also visit the message board created by Scott Phillips. That is at rocksolidpodcast.activeboard.com. Another, we're shaking our head at that too. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Rock Solid Show, and at Pat underscore Francis, and at Kyle Dotson Funny, and at Christy S. Mann. And also don't forget to, um, to try to win one of these Marshall Crenshaw EPs. Uh, Christy, I'm going to let you play okay. one more and then Kyle will play one out and that's our show. Thank you, Christy. Oh, I love being here, especially because I get to play this song. We're going to go to number 16 mm-hmm. from Elliot Easton's solo album, y'all. <laughs> this is called Wide Away, co-written by Jill Shear. Oh, go into about 110. I'm sorry. Okay. I had to play it on YouTube. I also, oh. I have this in my, I have this in my, um, in my, uh, in my iTunes if you want to play it from me. I got uh, I got iTunes cards for Christmas, and I purchased this immediately. Oh. And I purchased the uh, Johnny Marr, the new Johnny Marr. Mm-hmm. April recommended that. Distinctive guitar. Yes. His only solo album. Yes. Change no change. He needs to record another solo album. I agree. Yeah. He's the best. Come on, Elliot. Kyle, what do you got? You going to play us out? Uh, Yeah, this, I think, falls more under, like, Christie's stipulations. Oh, good. uh, Oh, I like that. For a power ballad. But uh, they always have, like, one slow song. This is Slipknot. (laughs) Weird to say. Okay. uh, This is from their 2008 album. It's called Snuff. So if you love me, let me go And run away before I know My heart is just too dark to care I can't destroy what isn't there Deliver me into my fate If I'm alone, I cannot hate I don't deserve to have you Taken long ago If I can change I hope I never know I still press your letters To my lips And cherish them In parts of me Savor every kiss I couldn't face a life without your light 
But all of that was ripped apart When you refused to fight So save your breath, I will not care I think I made it very clear You couldn't hate enough to love Is that supposed to be enough?